Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances. But most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, asenwasaven. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, grand rising, everybody, and welcome to Self-Cell Care. This is Jody Susan, your hostess of the mostest, and um, today we have uh, Darlene 
the herb mom, uh, De La Plata. We're going to be talking about energetic profiling of food and words, which is one of my favorite topics since I am writing a book called Words Are Just Vibrations in the Air. Um, <clears throat> and a little bit about Darlene. Uh, she is an ordained minister, um, holistic wealth strategist. Now that's cool, right? Holistic wealth strategist. Okay. Um, she's a fierce health and spiritual warrior sister, right? Transformational coast, a coach. Okay. This is one of those mornings. She's a transformational coach. I can speak. I know that I got this. Um, uh, Amazon Jungle Explorer, which we're going to have to ask her about that. Uh, best-selling author, speaker, and professional muse. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say that um, Darlene spoke last Thursday at the Dowsers meeting in uh, Marietta, Georgia, at Heart, Soul, and Art. She's funny. So put your ears on. Get your cup of coffee um, or smoothie. I do both. Mine's dandelion. And let welcome Darlene. Okay, to our show. Grand Rising. So yeah. we are are we having uh, audio issues now, maybe? Let me see. All of a sudden. So I'm gonna clear space. You wanna hold space as we clear space uh, for the show to work? Because we're um, I I feel yeah. So the interferences are completely energetic. So um, Let's just uh, hold space and we're going to clear the energy. Bring in all the dragons. I'm going to bring in all my dragons and, and spirit guides and um, archangels and the man, Jesus Christ. Bring him in. Clear the energy to have an effective, easy show to, to hear, listen, watch. And to be received. Okay, it's still a, I don't know what this is all about. Um, I don't Let me know. to hook up a headset and see if that. Yeah, possibly. And see if you have more than one window open. And Teddy says, my, the color of my skin looks very healthy. Thank you. I cleaned it. I washed my face. There you go. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, we Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if it's blog talk that we're having an issue with. Um, hmm. Why don't you go ahead and say something again? Yeah, I'm sensing it's blog talk. Is it, is it blog talk? Yeah. Yes or is it blog talk? No. Is it? Pod being yes or no is it stream? It's StreamYard's technology today, so clear the energy on StreamYard. Um, okay, so we're gonna do our best with this. Um, interesting. Okay, so something powerful to say. What's that? We must have something powerful to say if uh, we're being blocked from saying it. Yeah, so that's you know typically the case. Uh, I had uh, two amazing healers on towards the um, end of last year. Um, the whole system blew. I had to get a new computer. <laughs> so now I put energy protection around my computer, your computer. You know, um, okay. I think it just 
Okay, so when you muted, you may have more than one window open. Nope, okay. All right. So, um, and I cannot mute myself, otherwise the, whole, the rest of the program gets muted. So, um, Darlene, why don't you just unmute? We'll do the best we can. We'll see what we got here. Um, so she says, sound is okay. I'm blog talking, um, Facebook right now. Why don't you go ahead and say, uh, and we've got Tosin joining us. Good morning, Tosin. Good morning, Naima. Good morning, Teddy. Good morning, Chris. Uh, so happy you guys can show up here. All right, so you want to unmute yourself, Darlene, and we'll uh, see if we can get the party started. And anybody out there who's a, one of my energy healers, please clear space, hold space. <clears throat> it looks like Darlene's going, uh, coming back in. Um, we are going to go to a uh, quick commercial um, while she is. Uh, oh, she her, she's back. Okay. There okay, this is uh, exciting. Yeah, I know. I know. Here we go. So, Darlene, talk to us about how you, you know, you have an interesting health journey. And I'd like for people to share. And I'm so, gonna... I mean, my uh, journey into frequency really was an accident. And uh, when I, you know, an accident, according to the world, I uh, was on track to do something completely completely different and uh you know to to get my attention uh, the universe pointed me in a whole different direction and so um i don't really know where you want it to begin other than uh when i started out i was super science minded i uh, really didn't know anything about this stuff and i always tell people that i'm i'm living proof you don't have to understand energy or to work in your life, because it's already working in your life, whether you're doing it intentionally or not. Um, you know, I don't have to believe in gravity to walk off my roof and bust my behind. I just have to, uh, the, the, the laws are going to work whether I believe it or not. And the laws of the way the frequency works in your body, they're working whether you believe it or not. And so might as well take advantage of it and learn some of the things to make it work in your favor. So talk to, I mean, so I think this is on my side. Um, so, but talk to me about, so you got sick. Do you want to talk to people about your, your health journey? Like you got sick and what happened and all of that? Yeah. So, you know, I was, a, first of all, I was a very sickly child. You know, I, um, I had chronic tonsillitis, which means in the 60s, you grew up on penicillin. And then as a teenager, um, I had super uh, disfiguring acne uh, all over my body, not just on my face, but from my head to my waist. And um, mortifying, you know, as a teenager, you're trying to find yourself and just not even wanting to go to school. It was like special effects acne. It wasn't even, you know, a little bit here and there. You know, years later, I understood that's because I had chronic gut dysbiosis and severe candida, which came from a life of living on penicillin, right? So, um, among other things. And so, as I got older, uh, I just started having kidney problems. And, um, you know, at the time, the doctors would tell you, oh, it has nothing to do with what you're eating. 
you know, keep eating your Doritos and your Dr. Pepper and your honey buns, you know, none of that has anything to do with anything. And um, so I was, I was super confused. I had a really whoa, horrible. Whoa, 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 darling. What's wrong with Doritos? I mean, they're great. They're nutritious. Well, they're one of the food groups, right? Yeah. So, uh, it, what, is it a food or is it a fake food? <laughs> right. They're, they're in the top 10 of the fake food, right? So, yeah, yeah. But as a teenager, you know, and I was raised by teenagers, so uh, we really didn't have a whole lot of rules around food, you know. I mean, Dr. Pepper, why not? That's what we drank with dinner. Do you know the story behind Dr. Pepper? The 10, 2, and 4? The what? Is that the 10, 2, and 4, or am I thinking of something else? Maybe some. Well, we could be both. So Dr. Pepper, the inventor of Dr. Pepper, created the formula um, for the exact amount of sugar to have people crave more of whatever that product was. But the original product was Dr. Pepper. So when you would drink it, it wasn't too sweet. It wasn't too tart, but it was enough to get you addicted. And then they took that formula for, you know, being addicted and they sold it to all the food manufacturers. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Happy day. Yeah, basically. So, um, so anyway, you know, going through a life of, you know, a teenage life of a, of a crappy diet and, and uh, not being super active, being really into books and uh, all of that. And then kind of getting into the, uh, you know, the whole 70s, uh, you know, recreational drug thing and going off to college and, and all of that, I became severely ill. Uh, with what ended up being chronic kidney dysfunction. I had giant cysts on my kidneys about the size of silver dollars. Um, and according to the medical community, uh, what they're, you know, after I did all the testing, all the verification, all of that, their big master plan was to go in and take core samples of my kidneys. And they wanted me to sign a paper that said, while we're in there, if we decide, them, they decide that uh, they're too far gone to fix, then just sign right here and we'll take them out and you can live on dialysis and you can just go on a list and wait for wait for another, you know, kidney, one or two, whatever. And, and I how, was wait, thinking, how old are you? I was 19. 19, and you should have no kidneys at the age of 19. That's right. They, and what they said was, we do it all the time. Yeah, the slice and, and dice approach. Yeah, that's awesome. So that was one of the first times that I can remember actually hearing the voice, right? And the voice basically said, you need to leave. You need to leave right now. They're waiting for me to sign the paper. Is it Kaiser in Harbor City, California? Um, I have good insurance, which can be the death of you, just saying. But um, I wouldn't sign it. And they were saying, well, what's the matter? I mean, we have, you know, we're going to set this up and it's, all arranged and I said you know I really want to call my mom and they said well there's the phone go ahead and call her and I said, well she lives in Washington State and it was oh, a big fiasco you can't call long distance you have to go down to the payphone which actually saved me because as I took that horrifically long elevator ride down to the lobby and made my escape and I just kept hearing the voice you gotta go you gotta go you gotta go run Forrest run <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't even know, you know, I'm glancing around thinking, 
where is this voice coming from? And so um, anyway, I get out to my car and, you know, it was a Volkswagen bug. It was all I could do to push the clutch because, you know, I was in severe pain. I'd gone down to 86 pounds um, and my body just wasn't functioning uh, like it should. And I, it was just, it was all I could do to even get there. So for me to escape what they're saying is the only way, you know, to get fixed, um, I got in the car, I shut the door, I'm hearing the voice all the way to the car. And then I said, okay, now what? And crickets, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear anything. And I'm thinking, okay, you got me outside. And I mean, this is a, hor this is a horrible trick. Like what is now what? And so nothing, you know, so um, in my limited experience of uh, what I could resort to, I knew a lot about prayer and I started praying for a miracle. And I didn't know what that looked like. I just, you know, I was raised Catholic. Miracles are a thing, right? So let's just go after it. And so um, driving home, I just cried the whole way, praying for a miracle. And, uh, you know, essentially I got one. And so um, after struggling with uh, going home, calling the prayer TV, which I remember the phone number to this day, you know, asking somebody to pray with me, asking for a church that would lay hands on me. And, uh, you know, they gave me all of that. And then crazy enough, uh, there was a knock at my door and there was a boy standing there. You know, I was 19, he was 19, but he used to live in the apartment building where I lived when I was 13. And I'm thinking, this is pre-Facebook, pre-cell phone. Heck, most of us didn't even have home phones at that time. And uh, he's standing there and I'm thinking, how do, how do you know where I live? And the first words out of his mouth were, man, you look really terrible. And um, thanks. And he said, no, I mean, you look like you're dying. And I said, well, I think I, think I am. And he said, so he always had this quirky smile on his face. And he said, so what are we going to do about it? And uh, I don't know. I'm praying for a miracle. You know, do you want to go to church with me? And he's like, yeah, you know, I'll go to church with you. He says, but, you know, you should go check out this energy healer that my mom and I go to. And, you know, I was a pre-med student at UCLA. I was very science-minded. And I thought, energy healing, what the heck is that? And he said, you know, I can't really explain it. You don't really look like you have a whole lot of options. So if I were you, I would, I would go check it out. And... I you don't look it, like you have a whole lot of options. Well, that's nice. I, did, I, mean, I don't know what he was seeing, you know, but uh, if it was anything like I was feeling, then that was absolutely right. And I didn't think I really had a whole lot of time, you know. So I arranged for somebody to drive me because it was, you know, like, like driving to Saturn. It was on the other end of Los Angeles, and I just could not take the freeway that whole entire way. And so I went. And I, it was an amazing place. It was just this little nondescript place in South Pasadena uh, called the Healing Light Center Church. And um, I went and I didn't know what to expect. I laid on a massage table with all my clothes on uh, because I didn't, you know, you'd heard about these places. I mean, you have to get naked. I mean, what, what's happening? And so I walked in. And wait, wait, did you have to get naked? I did not, you know. I don't know if that was a disappointment or a relief, but um, so... I get on the massage table, a man and a woman come in, they're holding their hands above my body about, you know, six inches or so, and 
they're saying things I don't understand. They're saying, you know, she's blasting, and the other one would say, I know. I mean, I kind of felt ridiculous, right? And so this is why I say I'm living proof. You don't have to know what the heck is happening because when I got off of that table after an hour and a half, I was completely healed in one visit. And, you know, I got in the car. Uh, My boyfriend at the time uh, wouldn't come in with me because he thought this place is crazy. I'm not going in there. When I got in the car, he said, uh, oh, my God what kind of drugs did they give you? And I said, they didn't give me any drugs. And he said, you're a liar. And so he said, look at your eyes. And when I pulled the visor down on the car, passenger side, um, the the lymphatic ring that I'd always had, and for anybody that's familiar with iridology, the white dots that show up in the iris of your eye are a congested lymphatic system. And um, I had had that, and it looks like rosary beads, so they call it a lymphatic rosary. And uh, mine was no longer opaque, white-looking. It was lighting up like sparkling light. And this day, I, you know, I can see it because I remember looking at it and just thinking the whole way home, what the heck is that? And I would look at him, and I would say, what is that? And he would say, stop looking at me, you know? So um, I, I, it just catapulted me right down the crazy train of shaman and herbalists and gypsies and kahunas and medicine men and um, all the natural healing because all of a sudden I was, I I didn't know what to think. You know, my kidneys were completely better. And um, people say, well, did you have a test to verify that? Well, you know, I'm 61 and I still have my kidneys and I'm not on any medication. Not on dialysis. I don't think, think I really that. need. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't need you to tell me I'm okay. I'm okay, right? right. So, um, I have a doctor friend that says if you look for something, you're going to find it. And I, you know, that's all this arbitrary testing that we do. We're always hunting for something. We always think that the enemy or the culprit <laughs> or the boogeyman disorder is out there coming to get us. And really, in most cases, we are creating. Uh, issue ourselves so anyway but well and let's talk anyway that's kind of how this whole thing got started and yeah I mean because let's talk about that because that's really you know the deal right it's it's the energy it's the words that we speak the food that we eat the energy that's in the food the energy we put into the words so I'm, I'm so grateful that you shared your story, right? And I know there's more because I've listened to you. Um, but let's segue before we go to commercial. We have eight minutes, you know, before we go to commercial. Let's segue to the words or the food, whichever one you want to start with. And, you know, explain to, to our guests about the energy behind that. So to start with, you know, every word is a prayer. And I say that with complete conviction. Um, I also come from a place where I don't, I'm not in the, in the business of convincing anybody. I, I just ask people to really take on the observer role in their life and to see how their words are creating maybe the situation that they're in and uh, what's happening for them. But words carry vibration. And I like to say... 
that in the beginning was the word, right? So God said, let there be light. He didn't hope there was going to be light. He didn't wish, wow, I really wish there was some light. He didn't. Or can I be the light? Can I be the light? <laughs> he didn't beg for light. Right. You know, he said it because the vibration, to, to make a spirit take form, we have to speak uh, energy into the waves for them to become whatever they're going to be. They can turn into uh, matter or they can turn into energy. And so in doing that, we get to decide what we're creating with the words we speak. And it's not just when we go to church on Sunday or if you're Catholic on Easter and, uh, you know, Christmas, but it is absolutely everything that comes out of your mouth is a blessing or a curse and a prayer. So how so are you everything that comes out of your mouth is either a blessing or a curse? Is it or a prayer? No, it's, it's all prayers, but is it a negative prayer or a positive prayer? Right. And so yep. really people just think about that for a moment, right? Like when you're sitting at your computer and you're getting angry at the computer for not functioning. So at the beginning of this show, the technology, it's still not perfect, but the technology was less than optimal. And we went into prayer. Right? So bring in the love. Bring in the grace. So you have a choice in the matter. Yeah, go ahead. And, and so it's never really what's happening to us or what we're experiencing. It's how we react to that and what what we're creating on the inside in response to whatever's happening out there. We don't have any control over what's happening out there. And so, but what we do have control over is how we react to that. And our words are extremely powerful. And, um, you know, I have kind of a, um, creating a, a group program that is really an exercise in uh, an, a, a group experiment on really documenting and chronicling uh, people's word habits. And so um, that's going to be a lot of fun. But I don't, and the beauty of it is, and what I always say is, I don't make the rules. You don't have to believe me, you know, but I, I do say that at the times in my life, when I uh, was creating less than desirable outcomes, it had everything to do with how I was thinking, how I was speaking, and then what I created as a result of that. And um, Well, and, you yeah. know, can you give an example of that? Because I don't think that everyone is fully aware of the concept I mean, many are, but the self-limiting beliefs and how that manifests as reality in our current day life. Would you share about that? Yeah, well, first I started by saying, you know, if, if we're made of energy and uh, we're putting off a frequency and we are a frequency, think of it like a totem pole, right? Mm -hmm. High vibration attracts, like attracts like, that's a universal law. High vibration is going to attract other high vibration. And uh, poor feelings, um, negativity, anger, bitterness, resentment, uh, jealousy, guilt, shame, racism, I mean, add them up. All those things drop your vibration little by little by little. 
the lower you vibrate, you invite in other frequencies into your energy field, into your resonant field, because now you've kind of given it a door to come in. And as you drop your energy down, you lower yourself into a victim mindset. And victims, unfortunately, vibrate at the same level as perpetrators. So they find each other. And I'm not saying Crap. that people have Think to about that. You know yeah. what? Wow. You know, and it's interesting. Um, There's a woman I went to college with in Arizona, and she had a friend. And that friend kept on getting sexually attacked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the things that my dad did for me, he, he, he uh, kind of instilled the warrior woman in me. You know, by the time I was um, 14 or 15, um, and, you know, he knew I was going to start driving, he was teaching me check the back of your car, check under your car. Cause he had a friend whose daughter was raped. Right. Yeah. And so, and I was like, well, that's not happening to me. Right. So I was carrying myself shoulders back, walking like a warrior woman with a don't F with me mentality. Right. So that's never happened to me ever. But take someone who grew up in a violent home, who's been abused verbally, emotionally, psychologically, physically their whole entire life. They're already vibrating low, not by choice, because they, they don't know they have a choice, right? That, that's a natural state for them. And for, unfortunately, vibrating low makes you incredibly visible to the perpetrators, which are already vibrating low. So um, I don't know how long we have before commercial, but... Um, when I first moved to Georgia, you know, I had grown up in a violent home. Uh, my, I, my, I left a husband who was incredibly violent and, uh, you know, just pathological, really. And um, so that's a whole nother conversation. But when I got here, I'm vibrating in that victim place. It was all I could do to escape, to come to Georgia. And when I got here, I had more of the same. I had a stalker. I had a hired killer come after me. I had all of these things happen. And when I went to see an energy healer going, okay, I don't know what is going on. You know, the only thing I could change about all of that was me. The minute I learned to work on myself and change my vibration about what I, uh, how I showed up in the world, all of, all of that shifted. And I'm not saying I've never had anything bad happen, but, uh, but, but not like it, it was like, same every day, you know, it was just, it was just, an, it was something crazy all the time. And now I don't experience that at all. I wake up every day. I'm in the right place at the right time with all the right people. I firmly believe that. And, um, you know, I am here to show people how to be their own antidote and you don't need to be going out there for stuff. I mean, out, out there is good. It gets you on the right track, but ultimately you got to you got to start working it from the inside out. So. Yeah, you know it's interesting, and I know we need to go to commercial, but I have something to share. So, um, and I just I was asking spirit as you were speaking. So I was beat up as a kid. Um, I my oldest brother, the one who actually was a chiropractor and since passed. He used to use me as a bongo drum, strangled me, threw me across the room, put me in the hospital. 
But then I had the other brother, I had the other brother. who always came to my rescue. And I and um, but outside of the home, nobody messed with me. I mean, I took the total opposite. I put in the vibration of becoming a bodybuilder, becoming super strong. I'm going to support myself. No one's going to mess with me mentality. And the only one who tried to come back and do that was my brother because we had this electricity between us that, you know, lacked respect and honor. And when we... When he kept on crossing my boundary, the warrior woman came out and he was six foot three and I was five foot four. I mean, you know, do the math, right? <laughs> but outside of that, and in a way it was kind of a gift because outside of that, no one touched me. Like no one. Like good luck. <laughs> um it's interesting. And we need to learn how to control that because otherwise we build up such a barrier wall that we exclude everyone, even the loving people. Well, I have since shifted all that, you know, because I'm in a safe place. Right. And you're right. I had to peel that onion, share, uh, re release the energy of I have to protect myself all the time. And I only bring it in if it's necessary, like I'm in a place where there's danger and I'll, I'll put out the energy, you know, of protection. So now I use it as a tool, but not as a way of being. Right. And that's important. You know, Kumbaya is great, but it's not going to save you in a chaos situation, you know? So um, I, I'm in full agreement with that. Thank you. Thank you. So let me, um, let us go to commercial. And we're going to come back. And if you are listening on the show, you can um, you can call in at 515-605-9325. You can ask Darlene questions. Um, and Podbean, you can also, um, I'll, I'll put the link for Podbean. And I'm still learning um, how to do this, but I'll put the link in here in the comments and there's a way to bring you on to the show on Podbean so you can ask questions. We'll give it our best shot. Just saying. All right. So let's see here. Here we go. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers a psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things, toxic-free living and a connection to our brain health. Susan Essentials re-engineered with Health Books Life with a self-paced functional food program, now available to you with plans starting at just $99. Welcome to QuickClick, where customers can buy, share, and earn. Meet Sam. Sam owns an e-commerce business that sells athletic shoes and running gear. Sam wants to increase her sales without increasing marketing spend, so she decides to list her products on QuickClick. On QuickClick, her loyal customers can get paid for sharing her products with their friends. Sam uploads her products to the marketplace, just like she would on Amazon or Shopify. Meet Laura. 
Laura is in the market for a new pair of shoes and comes across Sam's brand on the Quick Click Marketplace. Laura is able to purchase the shoes and check out like she would on any other e-commerce site. After purchasing, Laura receives a unique quick link that she can share with friends to begin earning quick cash. Her friend Jessica opens Laura's quick link on her phone and purchases the pair of shoes. Because Jessica purchases using Laura's quick link, Laura receives quick cash in her account. After purchasing, Jessica can now share her own quick link and begin earning quick cash as well. But QuickClick is more than just your typical referral or affiliate platform. QuickClick rewards customers for sales they directly and indirectly influence. So, for every sale Jessica's new QuickLink makes, Laura will earn additional quick cash as well, making the potential for earning exponential. Laura and Jessica can transfer their quick cash balance to their bank account at any time, or can even use quick cash to make additional purchases in the app. Meanwhile, Sam can just watch as the sales roll in. Best of all, she doesn't have to worry about costs, since she is only spending marketing dollars when actual purchases are made. Start buying, sharing, and earning today at quickclick.com. So welcome back to Self-Sell Care. And um, so if anybody wants to uh, connect with Darlene, the herb mom, De La Plata, this is how, 404-399-8855. And her website is www theherbmom.com. So let's go back to the show. What, um, what do people need to also understand about, let's say, the energy of their food? So, you know, what I have to say about food is not necessarily popular belief, and um, that's okay. It's my belief, but go ahead. Right. So, so really, uh, we are eating the energy that is in the food. The, the reason that, that raw, and I'm not a raw foodist. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a uh, sun gazer living off sunlight. I'm, you know, I'm none of those things. I do enjoy uh, fruit, vegetables, all that stuff. And, you know, I... Uh, fall into the category of, you know, pizza and other things from time to time. So, but the reason that we, uh, that those foods are so beneficial to us goes beyond. The pizza the is beneficial, <laughs> right? The what? The pizza is beneficial, <laughs> right? Well, it's emotionally beneficial for sure. Uh, <laughs> beneficial to my taste buds. Um, you know, and, and here's the thing. I'm not radical about food anymore. I used to be militant, you know. It wasn't pure and this. But, you know, worrying about the food makes you sicker than eating the crappy food. You, you're, you're better off praying over the crappy food and enjoying it and getting on with your life than to put yourself into a total emotional meltdown because you ate a French fry somewhere. Well, um, so exactly. And... <laughs> Like you, I was also radical about whether I would eat organic or conventional. Um, I eat all organic if I sense that I'm when I'm out and the food is not clean. 
you and I both had the skill set. We pray over the food and you can literally change the DNA of your food. Absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Because let's get into something a little crazy here. And that's because the food is filled with somatids. Okay. Just like somatids are in our body. And they are the architects of our DNA. They're, they're like crystallized plasma light. They, they respond to our words, hence praying over the food. They respond to our instruction, our thoughts, our, our environment. They respond to everything. But they're in the food and they're in us. They're talking to each other. They're indestructible and they're immortal. So think about that. All the, all the somatids on this planet have been here since the beginning of time. That's just, right there, that's just a lot to soak up, right? The somatids that you're eating in your food have been there since the beginning of time. And so this whole somatid controversy, you know, um, really came about the, when there was the, uh, the argument between um, Pasteur and, yeah, I can never say his, Antoine Bichamp, I guess, you know, I'm not French, Bichamp, whatever, that's the Southern way. Um, they had this argument that, you know, there's the germ theory, Mm -hmm. and the terrain theory and somatids come from the terrain theory that you're making these things according to them that the somatids make all your bacteria in your body you know for 90 percent bacteria where does that come from the somatids are making it they're pleomorphic they can turn into all kinds of things so so when we pray over the food we're able to turn it into possibly something that it isn't uh, intention so let's, 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 let's back up for a minute <laughs> So a somatid, we spell that S-O-M-A-T-I-D, right? Okay. Is that correct? So not okay. So let's do that first. And um so can you explain so the somatid, because I was looking it up so I could like just do a little bit of a deeper dive so that people understand what a somatid is. So, you know, I came upon it like I come upon a lot of things quite by accident from the voice, right? Mm -hmm. And um, about a year and a half ago, I was woken up out of a dead sleep. Uh, the same voice I've heard, the, the voice that got me to keep my kidneys, the voice that parted the Red Sea for me when I ran away from my crazy husband, the, the voice that did all the things, the voice woke me up out of a dead sleep and said, go look up so much is. And I'm thinking... That's not even a word, God. I'm going back to sleep. You know, it was 4 30 in the morning. <laughs> Did and, you uh, do like whatever, yeah, God? <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, you know, my blanket. I, I nobody loves sleep more than I do. I mean, I'm at the state of my life where the I, I totally look forward to going to bed every night. So um I hear I hear the 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 command basically, go look up so much is. And so you know, I'm arguing with God. I'm arguing with myself. I get up, I get some tea or my coffee or whatever, and I, I come back up here and I fire away. I'm thinking, I'm going to look this up. It's not a word. I'm going to go back to bed. And, it, and it's just sending me on an Easter egg hunt. And so I, uh, I look it up and I go down a rabbit hole for about three hours. And what is, uh, you know, sandblasted into my brain is basically... Somatids are the architects of your DNA. They are made of light. Uh, 
So it's the architect of your DNA and it's made of light. How is it made, made of, of light? Of what does that really mean? So they're, they're really a form of, uh, they're biophotons that are like crystallized plasma. And so they have the ability to transform tra and transmute, really. And so they can't be killed by fire. They cannot be killed by freezing. They're immortal. They're indestructible. And, and we command them with our words, right? This is, they're, they're waiting the for instruction. They're the signal you spoke about. They are signals. They are part of the whole signaling system. So for all of this led me down a path to discover what is um, now in PubMed is referred to as the redox cell signaling system of the body. But at that moment when, um, you know, I, I can back this up and say that when I spent my time in the jungle doing plant medicine, I was shown the uh, morphogenic field. I was shown the grid of light that uh, makes up the connecting pattern of all living things, everything on this planet. And so from that, it's like this microscopic, think of it as a microscopic fishing net made out of something um, that is iridescent like abalone shell. At least that was my perception of it, right? And so, and I can I can see it at will now because I've, I've seen it, uh, you know, once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. Let's right, just put right, it right. that way. And so I saw this microscopic grid of this iridescent net and lights were going in all directions. And the voice told me, those are thoughts and prayers. They are instant. There is no waiting. And so from that, moving forward, when, when God's having me look up somatids and I'm, I'm seeing all this stuff about light, I got a download of the image of food being uploaded to our biological computer, mm -hmm. our spiritual God net is what I call it. Food is being uh, uploaded, exercise, prayer, toxins, uh, good things, bad things, it's all being uploaded to our biological computer. And then it gets downloaded to where it's supposed to go to work or where we're supposed to detox it or any of those oh, things. Hold so, on. So is it being uploaded because I'm putting it in my mouth or am I bringing it into my field? Oh. Yeah. Because I do it's that in the morning. If I feel like I need mushrooms or ashwagandha or, you know, I just ask spirit to bring in the nutrients that I need into my okay. field. Yeah. And absolutely science is catching up with that. I have devices that you can upload nutrients easy, but you, you also don't need the device to do it. Right? No, I mean, so, once you get the talent, right, the device is like, I mean, and it's, it, you know, you and I both have the devices, you know, the Healy. Um, mm -hmm. However... I mean, for me, it's just easier to press a button and send it to people versus being in prayer all day long, right? You know, <laughs> allows me to multitask. I mean, because, yeah, well, we're human beings and doings all at the same time, right? So we have all this stuff going on. And so but pushing a button does make it very simple. I mean, if we were monks and we could just sit in a cave and chant and, you know, didn't have to do anything else. But, you know, we all have... Uh, light bills to pay and mortgages and all that stuff. And so we're... That's why we're of this world. Um, we're in it, but we're not of it. 
So we we can operate by spiritual laws, energetic laws, while existing in the in the physical plane. So, so we're um, in this and, world, but not of this world. What does that mean? So we're made of light, mm-hmm. right? We are we're light beings, and in order to be functional in the third dimensional physical plane, we have to take physical form. And it's my belief that that is part of where the crystallized uh, plasma helps us be crystalline beings operating in the physical plane um, because it takes in it, it transforms the light that we are into physical substance, right? And then it responds to us telling it what to do. So, so when I was getting this image of all this stuff being downloaded and then you know, or uploaded, and then we're supposed to move it around, but the signal was getting stuck. I was, saw the grid, like, having this traffic jam, and, you know, God basically said, go find the signal, and then that sent me down just as a, just a radical realization of, um, you know, new health discoveries that um, have absolutely changed my life, but through all of that, you know, it, it really boils down to activating the light within, activating your signal, finding what it is that you want to achieve physically, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. It's all, you can activate all of that inside of you, using your food, transforming your food with your words, praying over your food, use devices, use use whatever you need to use to do that. But the more you activate that light that you're putting in, the more it's like you're feeding the light within you. So. Yeah, I mean, I went out to dinner the other night. Uh, um, yeah, I'm going to tell this story. There's there's two stories. Um, the woman Andrew and I went to dinner with is a master manifester, right? And she's driving this rental car. And there's a food story and a car story. Same woman, same day, right? So... Driving, she's driving her rental car. She's mentioning that it smells like smoke. So, you know, I anoint it with my essential oils. And she says, but, you know, I really don't want my children to be in this car because, you know, it says non-smoking, but it's really smoking. She says, I really need to get a new rental car. Boom, the left tire goes out. <laughs> like as she speaks, right? I look at her, I go, that's a flat tire. You're a master manifester. <laughs> right? <laughs> like you're amazing. You know, so she got her new car. And meanwhile, we had dinner at, I think it was called Burger Fi. It's supposed to be clean food, but they still have Coke, like Coca Cola. So um, I do my prayer over the food and it's taken a little long. I was like, eh, it's a little long spirit. She had a Coke. So I'm like, oh, I got to focus on the Coke. So I'm like, it's safe for you to drink now. It only took me 10 minutes, but I got it. <laughs> so so the, I, say, I say all this that you know, going back to what you say, you know, the words we speak are really powerful, especially if you're connected to source, right? Even if you're not connected to source, I'm going to tell you if you're connected to the other guy too, that's powerful as well. 
right? Yeah. So and it comes with a whole lot of consequences. Yeah, it does. So we have a lot of questions. So let me uh, let you start answering some of these if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. So the first one is Chris. Can you please give an example, for instance, what you'd say over a piece of fried chicken? Run, Forrest, run. No, I'm just. <laughs> Okay, that's kind of hilarious. But you know, it's it's all any food that's been uh, let's just say uh, modified, right? Uh, Interfered with, right? We're we're modifying it. We're we're frying it in hot grease, which obviously makes it taste great. And uh, you know, you would you would pray that the food. be beneficial to your body, that you absorb everything that would lead to your, uh, you know, highest and best, and that you would not absorb or that you would leave behind all of the things that are not good for you and that it would pass through quickly, you know, or any of those things. I mean, you really, we really need to talk to our food. We need to talk to our supplements. We need to talk to all of it. So, you know, you, you don't have to go over the top you know, crazy on your knees, but when the food, when you're looking at the food, you just really need to just say, you know, um, like the Native Americans, they thank the animals for giving up their lives uh, so that you I can. I do. Yeah, so I so, do. So I actually yeah. pray, on, pray for the food. I, I say I love my food. I send it love. Love, mm-hmm. the frequency of love will change the DNA of your food. I bought steak the other day. And I had a sense that it had cortisol in it. So I prayed on it until, prayed for it, on it, loved it until I, before even cooking it, because, um, you know, until I felt the shift of the energy of the food. And Chris, you have that capability because you're, you're a strong healer. So, and, and I will just say this, and this is for everyone, not just you, Chris. You all have the power to use your voice. And you are only limited by your own thought. Meaning, if you think you can only ask for this one thing, that's the one thing that you're going to get. But if you feel like you're unlimited... You'll get that. So choose. Right? Then I got another one. Okay. So Chris says there's scientists. I love this reverb. Just ignore it, people. Um, there are scientists since the Pasteur Bichamp debate. Don't even know what it is. Microzymas have been found as a as of late. With specialized microscopes. Do you know what that is? Do you want to respond to that or no? Yeah, I do. So, um, you know, Pasteur, Bichamp, that's the debate we were talking about between the, uh, you know, the terrain versus the germ theory. Mm. Microzymas are another word for somatids, actually. And um, they, they have been found with specialized microscope. My microscope can see those. I have a a specialized microscope that can 
look at the semitids in your blood and um, the activity that they create based on uh, diet words, supplements, frequency devices, all of that. So um, yeah, it's definitely something you can see. Um, and my personal belief is that they made um, the segmented uh, discussion uh, in the crazy, you know, they, they put it in the crazy category because that helped push forward their agenda of the m medical mafia that has taken over everything since uh, modern medicine came around. So, well, I mean, it's clearly <laughs> terrain theory. I'm just going to tell you now. It is all day terrain theory because our bodies don't need to express any disease if we eat what our body needs, like, you know, nutrient-dense foods. If you give your body what it needs, you can have the APOE4 gene, which is for Alzheimer's, and never have it expressed. I want you all to look at my hands. Do they look arthritic to you? No? Mm -mm. I used to have arthritis. Um, my mom had arthritis. Her hands looked like they were crippled. I have no expression of the gene. No pain, no crippling, nutrient-dense foods. It's your choice. So, and one step beyond that is Yes, the food is absolutely important. I believe that. I mean, from the physical plane, we can physical fuel into our body. But we can be eating all the right things. But if we're thinking destructive thoughts and speaking destructive words, we can absolutely nullify all the good that we're doing. Yes, yes, okay. yes. So when you listen to Ty Bollinger, <laughs> The Truth About Cancer, and then I think it was the second docu-series, maybe the first, I think it was the second docu-series. And he said, you can eat all the organic food you want, but unless you take care of what's between your ears, meaning your mental health, your thought forms, you're still getting cancer. I say this, like, I don't know, probably, I don't know how many times I say this on every show. So people, your thought forms are huge, you know? And when I... When um, we have our healing classes, which we have a few coming up. So if anybody wants to know about our healing classes, you know, just let me know. Put your email or whatever. Send me an email, um, you know, or send me a text, whatever. Um, we not only do the energy healing. I've got uh, stuff in my eye. We not only do the energy healing, but we do mindset training. And we reset your thought form about a particular matter. And it's huge. Next is going to be Charles Key. He says, oh, that's because not all the spike protein is removed after vaccination, natural infection. Patterson, BK, Francisco, EB, okay, all this. Um Okay, that's that's a lot. Um, it says up to 15 months post-infection. Though the study clearly says post-infection, the main idea is the spike protein stays 
on the body inside these reactive and pro-inflammatory cells longer than media wide accepted. So the pre-coagulation inflammation, so we don't get all this. But, you know, here's the thing with all the, all disease. It's all reversible. It's all about your mindset. Um, and, you know, I will say I was scared when I first saw it all come out, but knowing what I know now, um, I'm not scared at all. Um, I saw a man um, who didn't look so good after maybe having a couple carrots. You can fill in the blank. And he um, all of a sudden one day I saw another picture of him like the like uh, that last week. His whole energy shifted. He's just I think God saved him because he's such an amazing soul and he made a choice that, you know, he shouldn't have made. Um, Chris. Most, most interestingly, no, me, no. I know what he's talking about. Okay, go ahead. So, since somatids cannot be destroyed, mm -hmm. they they do study them in fossils. Oh um, yeah, they're active, they're active in fossils. So that's why I buy these fossil rocks. I don't have it here, and I buy the um, the Lemurian crystals. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Now Charles says I'm recovering. Um, I'm so happy that you're recovering. Um, Zelda, she says grand rising, beautiful queen teachers. What awesome information. Wow. Thanks for sharing need an Amazon experience. Right. <laughs> Actually, we do need to get back to that. Cause I want to hear about that. You didn't talk about that before. Um, and I think Chris is here saying, uh, going back to somatids, their job is to create, then destroy, depending on how they're clicked on. Is that right? The way I look at them, uh, they, you know, we are not, we are not our genes, right? right? Genetic expression is a whole, the whole topic of epigenetics. Um, so when I say that they're creating based on our words, our environment, uh, our thoughts, the whole thing. Um, in the absence of us directing them to create a healthy body and telling them what we want them to do, mm -hmm. they will uh, resort to the ancestral programming loop mm -hmm. that plays over and over and over and over in our field that is saying, you know, everybody in my family dies of this at this age. Um, everybody gets this. I inherited this. And it's kind of like, remember the Princess Bride, as you wish, you know? So they're they're kind of like our as you wish team. We're going to program them to do something beneficial, but in the, the lack of our understanding doesn't keep them from creating something. They're going to create based on our ancestral garbage that we, you know, uh, have been either cursed with, ancestral curses that follow us for generations, people speaking death into our lives, or doctors, uh, you know, un unwittingly, because I don't think doctors are bad people. I have tons of friends who are doctors, and but there are those that just don't understand that when they steal your hope and speak death over you, you know, they gave my mother 30 days to live 30 years ago. Well, she's clearly not dead, and she's uh, operating in a in a fabulous way. So, so all of that, we we need to 
take extra special care to, to program them so that, um, you know, we're creating the body and the life that we, that we want and that we deserve to have. I don't know if that gets into another conversation about what we believe we deserve or not. But, yeah, um, well, your deserve level is huge. Well, yeah, I mean, but your deserve level, people, and so I, I don't, I, I really want people to hear that your deserve level will drive your health. That's right. Yeah. If anybody doesn't understand that, you reach out to either Darlene or me. We will clear that up for you. <laughs> um, yeah, because when I was attracting a lot, a whole lot of crazy in my life, it really boiled down to. Uh, this this whole you know uh, going back to this victim mentality you know being bullied as a kid being beat up in front of the whole school um, you know anybody's listening from those days you know who you are you just stood there and watched me get my butt kicked so you know it's that kind of stuff stays with you and it and it it kind of makes you feel what do I deserve? Did I deserve that? You know, as a child, you can't really reconcile these kind of feelings, but that stays with you as you grow up and, um, you know, manifest in different ways as an adult. Well, and we're going to talk more about that. Um, we're going to go to a quick commercial and, um, yeah. So like that, we'll be right back folks. Don't go nowhere. We have got lots to share more coming. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. All right, so one more video. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers a psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things, toxic-free living and a connection to our brain health. Susan Essentials re-engineered with Health Books Life with a self-paced functional food program now available to you with plans starting at just $99. All right, we are back. Um, so I have a couple more comments. Uh, Teddy says that she Googled somatic. There's a Japanese inventor who just patented a somatid activating shower head. I'm not sure if it's on the market or not yet. Um, so I'm not sure what's in that. I do have a frequency uh, shower head that uh, I order um, from Vibes Up, which on my website, I have an affiliate link for that. Um, I like it, but I'm always open to new and fabulous ideas. So if there's a Somatid shower head, I'm super curious and would definitely look into that. 
what you sell a, a, a shower head called Vibes Up? So there's a company called Vibes Up, and they have really nice uh, vibrational tools from jewelry to the mats that change the energy of your food that you put under your plates to a cold and flu bracelet that I wear every time I'm out in public um, to and everything in between. And they sell a shower head that is filled with these energetic, um, almost like prill beads, but it's, it's energized frequency infused beads that the water passes through before it comes out uh, in your shower head. And I, I really like it. I've got them in all my bathrooms. And, um, but like I said, if there's something else out there that's pretty cool, then I'm always willing to try it. So I'm interested because, you know, we sell shower heads that remove over 220 different toxins. Um, so I'd be interested in seeing your shower head, to be honest. I mean, it's, I love to love to learn. Right. Um, yeah. And then Charles Key says, I'm working with near infrared light and infrared light red spectrum. You want do you know about that or? I do. So I have a light machine and it is an older model, but it's, uh, it's got the, um, the infrared, it's got, uh, sulfagio frequencies, it's got red and blue light and, um, the light communicates with our body on the somatid level and it has the ability between light and sound to activate our healing potential way beyond anything physical that we can do. That's why my practice is based mostly in vibrational healing, because since we are vibration, you know, the density of herbs and supplements and nutrients is fine, but we can, we can use the light and the vibration and all the frequency tools that we have at our disposal to completely accelerate uh, the healing process. And just I a quick- I couldn't agree uh, more, yeah. I mean, so I have, and I don't have it with me right now. Oh, yes, I do. Uh, no, I don't. I have the headset. <laughs> but I have a bod, and it's sound frequency. And I kind of consider myself a frequency alchemist, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I take the frequency, the sound frequency of the bod, and I pair it with Healy, and I pair it with Beamer, and I pair it with other uh, with 528 and I pair it with all these different things to magnify the healing process, including I pair with my ability to heal and people, you know, uh, people who have, let's say multiple carrots or have been shed, the carrot was shed on them and you guys yeah. can figure out what the carrot is. So, um, we, we, I clear that not, I don't clear it. Spirit clears it. <laughs> it becomes cleared fast. Right. And you're not having to go, you don't have to suffer and it doesn't have to take long. So it's kind of nice. So the, 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 we're, we're told it takes X amount of time for healing to take place. Right. Mm -hmm. We are told that, uh, you know, blood and tissue, 90 to 120 days. We're told bones, two to five years. But I got to hear Bruce Lipton uh, speak a couple of years ago. And he said, really, all of that's kind of out the window now. It really, that's a story that we tell ourselves. And in physical terms, that might be what they're, um, the way, when they study it, the way it plays out. But remission can happen 
you know, that kind of change can happen at the speed of thought. That it, remission can be instant. So, which is an actual transforming of tissue from unhealthy to healthy, right? And so, um, the closest example, I mean, I, well, I have a lot of examples, but um, the most recent example, you know, uh, I moved to this house two and a half years ago. Uh, when I was moving in, I broke my, my foot. I broke my left foot. I broke the lateral bone from the pinky toe all the way up. And anyway, I didn't want to go to the doctor, of course. And Because um, it's right scary to go to the doctor nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, it was right in the middle of all this stuff, right, that was happening, mm-hmm. uh, you know, right, right in the beginning in June. And so my daughter said, well, let's just go and see if it's broken. I thought, okay, so, you know, I thought, I'll go, I'll go get an x-ray, but I'm not doing nothing else. And so I go and I, I get the x-ray and of course it, it's broken and um, the doctor comes in, super young and cute, you know, just, just you can tell he is just, uh, you know, on his game. He's, he's full of knowledge and he's very uh, confident in what he's telling me. And he says, um, okay, I'm going to refer you to an orthopedic surgeon because that bone has a very difficult time healing without surgery, especially for a woman your age, right? So Let me show you I, what a woman my age will do. <laughs> I, said, you know, I said, I know you believe what you're saying, but I don't receive that. And um, he goes, what do you mean you don't receive that? And I said, well, I, I, don't, I don't believe that's true for me I believe that that's probably true for people who come to see you and I get it you know and he goes but you can't heal and he goes you need a cast you need to have um you know physical therapy and it's going to go on for months and they have this whole idea about how this should play out and I said no I I I know you believe what you're saying but I don't receive it and he says well how do you think you're going to heal your foot and I said well I'm going to soak it in bone knitting herbs. I'm going to use light and sound and uh, oils and redox molecules. And I'm going to uh, pray over it. And, and that'll be it. And he goes, what? He's shaking his head. You know, I can, I'm in a wheelchair saying this, right? He's telling me it's going to be months. I can feel my daughter's eyes rolling uh, right behind me. Right. And so, you know, I kind of feel like as she's taking me out in the wheelchair and I'm like, you know, this is, this is how this is going to play out. So anyway, five weeks to the day, my foot was flexing and working just fine. Zero pain, completely healed. And I didn't, I didn't have a, a cast. I immobilized it because I'm not an idiot. Right. So, um, you know, and I did all of the things, but it, at, at some point when the shift happens, it's almost like it's, like it's instant, even though it wasn't instant. And probably the fact that it took five weeks has more to do with my limiting beliefs than what's actually possible. Oh, totally, right? totally. So, um, <laughs> so I have something to share. I still, the- in it. I still do it bruises. I still, you know, I still do stuff. Obviously, I broke my foot. So, um, but, but anyway. I, I want I want people to know that you're not alone. Okay, I have two <laughs> complimentary stories. Number one. Andrew tore his meniscus, all right? He could have had surgery. He had the x-ray. We know it was torn. We did frankincense, essential oil, energy healing, pulse electromagnetic frequencies. We used the beamer. 
Um, he was running a couple miles a day, maybe two, two and a half. Um, he was fine in three weeks, no surgery. And he, um, he, he runs up to, you know, depends on the amount of time he really has, but he can run up to seven miles now. I mean, like seven, seven and a half, whatever. Um, the second story is about me. Um, I manifested cancer. I reversed it in a day because I wasn't willing to have it in my field. And I had two other medical intuitives verify that I actually had, you know, because I trust them more than I do doctors, um, that verified that I had, it was um, a lymphatic cancer, like a, the Hodgkin's, whatever that is. And um, I did prayer. Um, I didn't even actually use nutrients. It was all about my mindset. It was all about my mindset. So I shifted my mindset. Uh, uh, Dr. Steven uh, Spencer did some energy work on me. I did energy work on me. It was gone in a day. You have a choice. Right. And so the possibilities are endless. Um, I think that the, the nutrients and the tools are there for us to wrap our brain around the idea that we're using something. We're locked into the idea that something needs to be used to fix something. But that's really on the physical plane for us. Technically, we're spiritual beings, we're frequency beings. Ideally, we really don't need any of that. We, we can just operate from prayer and knowledge and uh, energy itself. And, and, you know, we haven't all arrived. I don't, I, don't, I don't claim to have all the answers, but I know that if, if we are made of energy, then energy is enough. Yes, and what I want to say is this. <clears throat> Your knowledge, let's say if you're a doctor of any sort, holistic or Western, can actually limit your healing because you may know too much. So what I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but in what I want to say is that if you give it to God, they know it all. Let them do the work. Let them clean it up. Surrender, Right. Surrender to God. Let him handle it. You're like, you know, okay, I've got this and this. If there's anything else that needs to be cleared, please do it. If there's self-living belief, clear that. I mean, I don't know. I'm not all knowing. They are. Right. So. Right. That's how it works. So Naima has a question. She says, I'm looking up somatid, but the dictionary will only give me somatic. Am I spelling it right? Good question. Somatid is spelled right, and you probably have to Google it, and you might even have to Google it on a VPN uh, because it's something they don't want you to know about, or it'll be under Quack Watch, or it'll be, um, you know, it'll be kind of at the bottom of an article, kind of blowing it off is not that important. And all I can say about anything in the mainstream is whatever they're shoving down your throat believe the opposite and um right. better off. Uh, for it where you don't it. And Debbie Green, she is our Thursday day host. And Naima, by the way, um she is our executive producer. And okay. she has her show tomorrow and Debbie has her show on Thursday. <clears throat> uh and Charles Key says gotta save lives, ladies. Email me or text me. Thank you. We will and uh, Vieta is our Friday and uh, Sunday show host. She says, thank you, Charles, for doing the work to spread the truth. 
Um, Chris says, I've seen the during energy readings. Oh, I've seen them mean microsoft okay. yeah so yeah. i have two absolutely and um and like you said earlier it's the the somatids are the as you wish team right so all you have to do is wish it um vieta says consciousness is key to undo all the subconscious programming ah my husband the podcast is opening up so many interesting insights. Yes, it is, Dolly. He says, mindset and manifesting all day long. I kind of love him. That's why I married him. Uh, so Chris says, the most difficult part of all of it for me is being incredibly conscious of the internal conversation going on because that's where it starts. And I couldn't agree with you more I'm going to let Darlene reply to that about how you shift your mindset. Cause I'm sure that you've got thoughts on that. So yeah, the, the subconscious can uh, be our undoing and it's really learning to uh, trust the, the source of all that is. It's really trusting God, you know, whatever you want to call it, I call it God. And, asking so here's here's where i started you know when all of this started being unraveled and shown to me on a larger scale i thought you know i'm like everybody else this stuff sounds crazy right so so i my prayer was to show me the truth but to let me recognize it as the truth mm. because we're seeing the truth all day every day in a million different ways and no 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 that's not for me if I'm, if my, if the equal passion in my prayer is to see the truth and to recognize it as the truth, once I recognize it, then it's up to me to utilize it, implement it, and um, and follow the yellow brick road, really. And if I'm not willing to do that, then I've that that's also a choice, right? It all boils down to a choice, anyway. You know, joy is a choice. Healing, you know, and I'm not making light of anyone's suffering. But on some level, healing is a choice. I, I have an awful lot of people that have come to me for help over the years who do not want to give up their disability check. Or so their identity. They, or their identity. Their identity. You know, some people, just nobody, nobody checks on them or helps them or has a conversation with them or spends time with them if they're not sick. So being sick, the payoff is being sick. Now, well, and now, being called, like, so, you know, I was misdiagnosed, right? And the misdiagnosis was bipolar disorder and schizophrenia, schizo two. And so I would say, I didn't say I had the, the way I spoke it right now. I would say I'm bipolar. That was my identity. So much so that when spirit came to me, when I was on my deathbed, spirit came to me and said, you you need to see this neurologist. I questioned spirit and said, why I'm bipolar. <laughs> and spirit said, go. So when, so this is the funny part, you know, cause you know, like I've got this identity and then I call the doctor and they said, well, do you have a referral? And I said, well, kinda, but it's not the one you're looking for. <laughs> right. 
There's no code for that. Um, no, no yeah. code for that. But however, when they finally let me in, I, um, I, and it was the spirit that came to me was my mother, right? Cause she had passed and this was her doctor. And so when I finally got into the office, Dr. Gordon, um, uh, Dr. Andrew Gordon of uh, Northwest Neurology in Illinois, I said to him, I said, Dr. Gordon, uh, he goes, he goes, Jody goes, how can I help you? I said, Dr. Gordon, I said, my mother sent me. And he looked me straight in the eye and he said, talk to me. And he knew she was dead. So some doctors get it, people. Some MDs get it. There's a lot that get it. Mm -hmm. And if if the doctor you're seeing does not get it, walk away. Find another doctor. Yeah, you know? walk away. I mean, don't go to the doctor. Find one that does get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, walk away to you know, here's the thing. You don't you are not I'm I'm being called to share this. You are not stuck. You are not enslaved. And you don't have to be where people say you have to be. And just because somebody says something, it doesn't need to be your reality. You don't have to own someone else's reality. You get to choose your own reality. So if you're sitting in front of a doctor or anybody else, a family member, and they have a thought form that doesn't resonate with you, go find someone where it does resonate with you and explore that as a possibility instead. Anything else you want? No, that's it. Okay. A part of that too, uh, there's a book called Your Body Believes Every Word You Say. And we are so busy uh, constantly subconsciously recording the, the reality that other people have for us, right? They're constantly speaking things into our life and we record it like it's gospel and it's not. So not only are we doing that, but then all the self-talk that we have um, is also most of us, not everyone, but most of us are raised with this negative self-talk. Um, and we talk to ourselves in ways that we would never, ever allow anyone else to talk to us, right? You're so stupid. Why did you do that? I can't believe you did that. How could you, you know, you know, whatever, whatever downgrading thing we're talking to ourselves about. And, and the thing is, as much as your, your body is listening and recording and doing the, the things that other people are speaking over you, it's listening to you a hundred times more. And so if that's the case, if our body listens to us more than it listens to other people and it's letting other people control our lives and, and curse us in our health or relationships or emotions or whatever, we, that means we are the override button and we can speak life into our body and we can override all that negative programming. It's super important to get a hold of that. And, it, and you, at some point, you just have to choose. You have to decide. Make a decision. You know, I, I'm in the world right now. Um, it, it's not a place for people to make a decision. Make a decision, roll your sleeves up, stand your ground, and, uh, and do what's right for you. And that starts with speaking life over your body, speaking life into your family, into your relationships, into your community, and building something that matters. So that's um, my 
soapbox for the moment. But no, great soapbox. So we are the override button. I want to repeat that. Um, people, just actually uh, do me do me a favor, everyone who's listening, whether you're live or on the replay later. Just say that out to yourself. I am the override button. Mm -hmm. So and we're the antidote for for every everything about creating the antidote for your life starts with you. Uh, it's not out there. It's not out there somewhere. And um, you know, even when it comes to something as serious as cancer, you know, we don't go out there and catch cancer. We don't catch it. Uh, we make it. Well, if we're making it. And why don't we dissect the recipe, get rid of the ingredients that we're using to make it, and unmake it? If we can create it, we can uncreate it. So, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Not everybody here knows my story. I'm just going to share it briefly here. Yeah, so over-medicated, uh, put on about 19 different medications, went from being a bodybuilder, 120 or 125 pounds, bench pressing 185, and then boom chakalaka, I'm 235 pounds, nearly dead. I stayed, I stayed at 235 pounds, honestly, for about 19 years. Um, because they kept on putting me on different clinical trials and used my body as a guinea pig. And I allowed for it. So um, it was a great experience because, you know, like here I am teaching the world what they really need to do. Um, and so that's why I do this show. And that's why I bring on amazing people like Darlene um, to help share the knowledge. And, and because I'm, look, yeah, I reclaim my health, but I'm not the only one. So did Darlene. So did my friend Chris. So did Andrew. You know, like anybody, nobody gets through life without something they have to overcome. That's life school, right? And then what you do with it. Will, well, with what you do with it will drive how you help others grow or not, right? You have a choice in the matter. Yeah, if you if you yield something in your life, if you don't pay it forward to help somebody else going through that, then what was it for, really? Just yeah. for you? I mean, it's important. And um, and so, you know, I realize I've been on this journey for, you know, since I was a teenager. And, you know, we may or may not have the luxury of that kind of time. Some people are just coming into this kind of knowledge in their 50s and 60s and you know, so I'm all about the shortcut. I'm all about, you know, things don't have to be long and drawn out. You don't, you know, there there are things that can activate your brain waves the same as somebody who's meditated for 30 years or things that can do that in about 12 days. Um, you don't have to go the long, hard road. You can actually take the shortcuts and they're just as beneficial. And so, you know, I, I specialize a lot in techniques and supplements that that are the shortcut to help you get to that end game faster than you can without it while you're learning you know is it possible to be enlightened and healed all in one moment yes absolutely um things happen all over the world but uh does it help to have a shortcut while you're making the transition from the old way of thinking the old way of eating the old way of being while you're in pain and can't sleep and can't digest your food and your hormones are crazy and 
and you know whatever your symptoms are does it help to have something to to give you some relief and speed up that process and help your somatids process all that information yes and there are things out there that are like that and that's uh, that's what I help people find, you know, that, that they don't have to go the long school of hard knocks that I went through, you know, or struggling me. and right. A lot of us go that way and that's okay because it made me uh, the strong, resilient person that I am today. And, um, and I'm not everybody's cup of tea because I'm not going to do it for you. I'm going to show you how to do it. We can do it in partnership, but some people want people to do it for them and that's okay too. They'll find their person. But I'm not that. Yeah, um, I'm not that either. I, I, I will right. do part for you, right? I'll show you. Yeah, and then you started, do you. Yeah. And like, and I get it. Sometimes people are in a place where they need to have it done for them. And I'm okay with that. But but then then we work on showing you how you do you, right? Because that's critical, like that people understand. So it looks like we, we have to go to commercial. Um, and before we go to commercial, I just want to kind of give people um, an idea of what to expect the rest of this month. So we have, um, let's see, next week, um, it's Lance Curse uh, and uh, Montre Hartage. Um, Lance played uh, a professional basketball um, in Spain. And Montre played for um, the New York Giants, NFL. Uh, both have the sickle cell trait and created a product, um, a mineral, like a sea moss product, um, that helps with recovery for athletes and like for just little people like me, right? They are amazing. Um souls and they will be on next week um we're confirming our guest for the 24th and on the 31st we have marilyn siegel and she is also an intuitive health coach life coach she had instantaneous healing a few decades ago so people this is not new news we're just also we're just now telling people about it so, um, so, and, uh, um, <sighs> Chris says, I look out and I see a lot of unnecessary, um, suffering going on, especially after coming to the place I'm at in my journey. And that's why I share. Yeah. Me too, Dolly. All right. We're going to mm -hmm. go to, um, commercial and I'm bringing on two additional guests, and most of you know who they are. So we'll see. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, self-sell care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, repairing broken families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, soulful solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, health and well-being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, success strategies with Jana. 
Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers the psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things, toxic-free living and a connection to our brain health. Susan Essentials re-engineered what health looks like with a self-paced functional food program, now available to you with plans starting at just $99. With a place of peace pop pop up from Susan Essentials, you are able to increase productivity, mental acuity, leaving you with higher energy and peace in just 20 minutes. Okay. We pop up at our office or yours. All right, here we go. All right, so there's something really weird. The echo's getting worse. Do you notice that? I do, yeah. That is just weird. I don't know what that's about. Okay. So, what's the next phase of this conversation? Where is it going to go, Darlene? Should we talk about the Amazon? Because I think people want to hear about your Amazon Jungle Explorer. So, I can I can definitely touch on that. Um, I had been having this burning desire to go to uh, the Amazon. I just wanted to study plant medicine. There was a group uh, that was doing some amazing energy work down there, and I had it on my, my bucket list that I wanted to do that. And then uh, flash forward, my, my last husband, who um, uh, was killed in, on his motorcycle, um, 10 years ago, he, uh, left this planet in a hurry, uh, all of a sudden, and all of a sudden I was inundated with well-meaning friends and family and, uh, just people coming out of the woodwork that wanted to tell me how to heal, what to do, what my next steps were. My, my brain was swimming with all kinds of information and overload, and I decided that I was going to find a way to disconnect and go to the jungle where I could get my head straight. And at the time I was seeing an energy healer and I wasn't sure that I was going because I didn't know how and don't, don't ever let the how stop you because uh, the, the how is just uh, an inner conversation that wastes a lot of time. So um, I went to my energy healer and I hadn't said anything to her. And she is uh she was legally blind, so when she would work on you, she would keep her eyes closed. And all of a sudden, she stopped and she said, um, "Is there a reason why I see a neon sign over your head that says Amazon?" And I said, "Well, I guess I'm going to the jungle, you know." So um, I ended up uh, just having a way show up. Um, it was very unlikely. People gifted me tickets and all kinds of things just came into play at the last minute. I got on a plane and I went to Peru. Uh, where I met up with 17 people from all over the world who were going to be part of this 
um, I'm going to call it an expedition, but basically we went deep into the jungle um, and studied with the Shipibo Indians and we stayed there. Um, I mean, you could call it a village, but really it was just a handful of huts and uh, we embarked on a pretty spectacular uh, journey of spiritual awakening and um, energetic medicine and uh, working with the plants. And so I came out of that experience completely transformed and ready to take on um, whatever life was going to throw my way. It was really transformational. It was, I've made some lifelong friends um, and it, it just really spoke to me in such a way that I felt like I was completing part of a journey. Like I had always been meant to go there and I would definitely go back. Um, you know, what, what part of the journey made, was, I mean, and I left you for a second, but I wasn't not, I was listening. So what part of, you know, cause I brought my two uh, Amazon friends. Mwah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she, oh, she has something to say to you. She says, nice to see you again. Past lives. Nice to see you too, Oh, she's excited to see you. Her energy. Go into her energy field. You can, wow. Okay. So what part of the Amazon you would do it again? You know, what, what, if you think about like, let's say your top three takeaways or even top two takeaways from the Amazon, what were they? Um, okay. So one of it was to trust my instincts, you know, when, when everybody was saying, well, what kind of resort are you going to? Well, it was not a resort. It was in the middle of the jungle. There was no electricity. There was no running water. There were no flushing toilets. There were, uh, you know, no internet, uh, nothing, you know, basically you're just, you're in the jungle. And so where um, was your cell that, phone? When, <laughs> It was a joke. Right. <laughs> so um, anyway, so so learning to trust, that was that was big. Um, being open to whatever the experience was, learning to go with the flow without having to have such a rigid plan. That that was all part of uh, what was in store for me because I operate my divining rod is joy. If something doesn't bring me joy, I don't do it, but I hadn't always operated that way. And learning to trust and go with the flow and operate from a place of joy. We're just waking up and being was enough, right? And then, of course, um, doing the plant medicine journey, you know, I didn't exact, I, I kind of joke around that I, I didn't really read the brochure. You know, I knew we were going to do ayahuasca, but I didn't know. Um, I thought we were going to do it at the end. And, you know, I, I didn't really understand what that meant exactly. And um, I sure found out that while we were there in the throes of it, we basically did it every third day. And so um, every Thursday, every third, like every, every third days. day, how long were you yes. there? Um, I believe it was three and a half weeks. And so, you did it every um, third day. Yeah. And so, you know, you, when you go there, you know, you, you're following a special diet and there's a lot of preparatory work and I'd have to go back and look at my journals, but I kept very detailed journals that I will be writing a book about and what that transformational experience, you know, I'm this little uh, shy beat up city kid from Los Angeles that um, decided to, you know, when I told my 
my parents, I was going to the jungle. They're like, they thought I was making it up, you know, you. And um, so over the last 20 years, you know, I've lived in the country. I've grown my own food. I've done all these, I've done a lot of things that are completely different from my childhood, but this was like the next thing, the next level. So, you know, studying the type of plants that grow in that uh, part of the, the forest and or the jungle, actually, um, learning to, I'm telling you, the, the people down there, the, the tribe that we were staying with, I mean, they, such happy people, really. They, they really operate from a place of being and not doing. There are things that they do, obviously, every day because that's part of the routine, but they're just being, and they're, they don't have all the mental confusion that we have uh, here in civilized society, you know, where people, you know, run to the doctor for every little. Uh, well, so I'm being called family. to ask you a question. It's actually, it's Fagla's question. She wants to know how rampant cancer is in the Amazon jungle. A lot of cancer, well, right? Traditionally, I would say it's very low. In recent years, it's much higher because all the contaminants that there are no regulatory bodies down there controlling big business and mm. the chemical and all the factories that pour their pollution into the Amazon. The Amazon is very contaminated, actually. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Um, so you kind of like, the, you know, back when I was in high school, 1980, um, I uh, first started learning about the PCBs being dumped into the Waukegan um, Harbor or, or the Chicago, uh, no, in, into Lake Michigan in Waukegan. And I think also the Waukegan Harbor. And there's tons of PCBs and birds are being born with deformed beaks. And that was my first exposure to what was going on. We also have a caller. Uh, do you want to take a quick question? Sure. So the number is 773450. We're going to bring you onto the show and uh, kindly give us your name. And ask your question. I will say this is not an opportunity to promote your stuff or your events. But if you have a question for Darlene, the herb mom, or myself, Jody Susan, um, we would love to hear that. I'm bringing you on. Thank you very much. Uh, of course, I never come on this show to advertise. This oh. is Obadiah. How you doing? Hi, Obadiah. How are you, sweet man? In, I never call in to advertise anything. If I'm going to advertise, I'd be at a job selling. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get <laughs> used anyway, to have that, so sometimes I have to ask. Yeah, I just, I just call up to confirm what you all, all are saying for the whole program that, you know, there are so many different things we can do when we believe and have faith. And your journey is an example of that. When you decide that there's another way to approach something yeah. instead of listening to doctors tell you what to do, and you go on your journey. But that's not unusual. We should do more self-healing, have more self-care that's necessary, and promote that amongst each other so that we can help one another be better and testify to the betterment that, that self-help is done at natural medicine. And then share that with someone else and plant the seed for them to go on their own journey so that they can heal. That's really what it's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Thank you, Obadiah. Any, yeah, any, sure. any, Appreciate yourself. 
Thank you. Any questions for Darlene or? Oh, no, just to continue doing the great work they're doing. Mm -hmm. Real quick. Thank Thanks so much. You Have know, a great day and be blessed. Thank you. You know, in the, in the old days when I first got started in this, I was so uh, over the top enthusiastic. I almost was. Uh, I almost was like a health evangelist. I was going to beat you over the head with a health Bible until you understood that you could feel better, right? And there's a lot of people who really don't care to feel better. And so that was a lot of wasted energy on, a, um, on an audience that wasn't ready or willing to make the changes. And it's a crazy thing to be passionate about somebody else's potential when they don't see it in themselves. And so over the years, I've backed off and let people experience their own journey. I am available to help anybody who wants uh, guidance or assistance uh, on the healing journey. But I And I also will hold hands with people who don't want my opinion and don't want my help and just want me to see them through the end of their health crisis into um, the other side. And I can do that too. Are you a um, You're a death doula, right? Or is that right? Or I am. I, do, I know that for a lot of people unfamiliar with that, but I do go anoint the feet of people who are dying. Uh, and I use um, the oils from ancient scripture to do that. And it's just a very calming, nurturing, loving gift that I can give to someone going on to the other side. You take those vibrations with you. Oh yes, you do. I still work on um, people who have passed. So um, why do you anoint the feet? I would anoint the whole body, but half the time when they're at the end stages of whatever it is they're going through, they're in a lot of pain or they're bedridden and you can't get to their whole body. Um, for people who are not uh, in that condition, I do uh, a special technique using the oils uh, on the body themselves as, as a prayer thing. That's a whole, that's a, it's a very lovely um way to incorporate healing frequencies into your body. Um, but for people who are dying, you know, sometimes the feet is all you can get to. Feet mm -hmm. and hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with, you know, so you just work with what you got. So Andrew makes a really good point. He says, great point, Darlene. Some people are so comfortable in the present state that they don't want to make changes even if they are suffering. And so what I want to say to that is that, um, and thank you, Andrew, is that just because it's not common to you doesn't mean like, you know, the feeling of being well is not common or normal for you doesn't mean you can't go there, but there will be uncomfortable and there will be uncomfortable and she has something she has to say. Hold on a second. There'll be, give me one second. I'll share your thought. Um, there'll be uncomfortable energy because you're not comfortable in that new body bag, energy bag, actually. Okay. So hold on. What is it that you want to say, Fagala? I hear you. Okay. She says people need to start really loving on each other and showing compassion and grace. Um, okay. What else? Oh, and pray and start look, stop looking at the darkness in the world and and focus on the light yeah anything else is there more or yeah there's more okay um what else do you want okay 
relax. I'm listening to you, but you don't need to bite. Okay, Taco. So this is this is what we call her. We call her Taco. It's like Taco. <laughs> so Taco. Um, so what else did you need to say about? She says, "Be the light you want to see in the world." She says, "Start be the light you want to see in the world, and and so and be the love you want to see in the world, and start with heart." Okay, can you stop biting me now? <laughs> And the answer was yes. <laughs> she wanted me to say so start with heart. I'm creating a nonprofit uh, that's called kindredphoton.org. And that is the fact that we are all beings of light. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all come from light. We all operate with light within us. And whether, even if we don't know somebody when we're passing, our light bodies are high-fiving each other one kindred photon to another. And um, I really, in the work that I'm doing with the semitids and the signal molecules and all of that, everything that I I can help people do to elevate their light body um, and to take control of how their light body controls their physical body. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of research on that and helping people understand that we are the light. And, And we, I mean, we're all in this giant earth soup, you know, uh, swimming around together. And we need to recognize the light in each other and not focus on the, you know, because what we were saying before, like attracts like. If you focus on darkness, you're going to attract more darkness. If you focus on all the things going wrong in your life and all the crap happening to you, you're going to attract more crap happening to you. But if you focus on the light and you focus on being grateful and you focus on the things that bring your vibration up, like gratitude and joy and love and forgiveness, then you will you will attract those things into your life. And, you know, we will all find each other and be able to help hopefully raise the vibration of, of the people who are, are not awake yet. So. Yeah, and I'll add to that. I mean, this is not, this is, you know, um, it's not that hard, but, you, but like, for instance, uh, could you give me a moment, please? Oh gosh, she has to say something else. What else? You- okay. Yes, I'm going to talk about it right now. Can you give me a minute? Thank you. So, I was taught to be very judgmental, uh, like you know, especially around the house. This has to be this kind of perfection. And so, when I found now, and it doesn't happen so much anymore, if even for a moment. I judge my husband, like something he's doing in the kitchen. And as a thought, I immediately go to grace. I go, Jody, send him a grace card, send him love and light. And so your opportunity around yourself, even if you do something uh, or you have a thought form, just shift it right away. Say, I'm going to send myself a grace card, send them a grace card, send them love, send them light, and clear that energy and replace it with love and light. And then it's gone. Is that what you wanted to say? There's something more. Something more. <laughs> well, we get the chance to practice that all day, every day. You know, I got to ask her what she wants to say. Hold on. We've got six minutes. What is it that you want to say? Got it. I hear you. She says people are hurting inside. And she says, and we, now she's calming down. 
She says, people are really hurting inside. And so we really need to be loving to them. Um, um, what else? And she says, don't be so judgmental. She goes, don't, she goes, unless you want to be judged yourself, don't judge others. Okay. Hey, can we throw rocks in glass houses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, Taco. Come on, Taco. Come on, Taco. All right. Be up here. We're doing it to be loving towards others, and then that becomes a dance in keeping our boundaries uh, at the same time. So it, we're, we're in life school here. You know, we're constantly learning, and if, you know, none of us have, have it all figured out. Right. And I want to just reinforce what you just said. It is a dance. It's it's a dance about, you know, um, serving yourself and, and being kind to others, but keeping your own cup full, right? Because you can't pour from an empty cup, people. You cannot pour from an empty cup. All right. Well, I... We've got four minutes. We're going to do the ending of the show. I'm so excited. If anybody has any last-minute questions, you should post them here. Darlene, it's been such a pleasure. Oh, gosh, and she has something again. Okay. All right. What else did you want to say? That's why I'm here, Mom. Don't end the show yet. Okay, first of all, let me just make sure. If you want to contact Darlene, the Herb Mom de la Plata, it's www.theherbmom.com, 404-399-8855. My number is 847-738-0242. I know Darlene offers a free cup of coffee as a way to get together, you know, a cup of yeah, dough, virtual coffee. Virtual coffee. Yeah, she's not actually buying you coffee. Um, and I do a free consult. Um she, and Andrew says, I hope Darlene will come back to be a guest on the show again. If she'll have us, I'll have you. <laughs> and we're hoping that the uh, audio will be better. And Chris says, thank you. This has been great. Um, oh, that's what you want. She goes, do gratitude, mom. Do gratitude. <laughs> so who runs the show? She does. <laughs> um, all right. And Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. So, you know, Tinkerbell could not fly when we got her, just so you know. Yeah. So this is what love, good nutrition, and frequency healing will do for you. Um, Beautiful. I swear these guys keep me on my toes. So, Darlene, I hope you will come back to the show. Oh, definitely. And and I want you to manifest better audio. <laughs> Just say. <laughs> okay, I'll get right on that. Thank you, thank you. Okay. So and um and so I will bid us all adieu. We're actually ninety seconds early, but I think we're good to go. Are you good? All right. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Thank you, thank you. So let me just see if I can do this. Uh, here we go. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.